totally okay. Tub, tub. Rub it up. Hello, hello, everyone. No. This is your host and tub master Bert here. Yo. Uh, today we have Adam, a hey. fact checker. Yup. And a new addition to the Tubcast, Max. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, we're still thinking of a title for you, but... Uh, right now, I think he's the speller. He's the, the spelling, spell checker. Spelling, spelling manager? Spell he's the spell checker. All right, so we got spell checker Max here. Uh, welcome to the Tubcast. Thank you. Uh, honored to be here. And uh, if anyone notices any errors in the manuscripts that we're producing, uh, get back to me on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, please let us know. Yeah, don't hesitate. Uh, so yeah, we got a new episode coming right now. Uh, it's been a couple weeks, but, uh, you know, we'll get back in the groove, back into the weekly podcast groove. Some people Slowly. have been a little late. Yeah. Not saying names. Yeah. Starts with a C Look, and an E. I'm not going to say Chloe and Ethan aren't here, but Cl- <laughs> Chloe and Ethan For the are not second. here. <laughs> Some of the driving force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, but that's, we're, we're the bench warmers. We're here. But hey, this is this play. is your third episode or second episode, third. Adam? Third episode, huh? It would be yeah, yeah, third. Yeah. Because we had the... What was the first one? The first one was all four of us. Uh-huh. And we talked about... I can't remember. Something. I don't know. And but we the did second this, one was the, you and the, me. Yeah, the, the, uh, the um, franchises, right? Yeah, Film we, franchises. We just talked a lot about something. That one went a little long. Yeah. I thought it was a good episode. Hey, we, if, we if anyone excited. listened to it and loved it, let us know because that was awesome. I do want to give a quick shout out to Spencer. Uh, he made Spence. our new tub intro. I forgot to mention it last week, but it's awesome. Uh, next week, I'll try to get a higher quality uh, uh, cut of it. I just did that from my phone, but uh, it's amazing. Huge tubby and a uh, big fan of, of that intro. Speaking of tubbies, you got to give Max his credentials real quick. What's yeah. his relation with the tub cat? Yeah. You know what? Wait, hold on. I want to hear something. You've been to the tub a, a, a number of times, right? I've been to the tub a number of times. A number yeah. of times. It's like a, five, it's five plus? Life. Yeah, yeah, definitely five plus. You've actually plus. been more than me. Let's hear. Yeah. Oh, how shoot. has it impacted you? Uh, no, what's what's like your favorite tub experience? Or what was your first? How um, about? My first tub experience was during the month of October. Tubtober. Tubtober. Nice. It was epic. Um, I had never seen The Shining, which ah. might be hard to hear on this podcast no. from any uh, film critics, but I got to see The Shining. It was an epic experience. Uh, had to use the restroom, and anyone who's been to the tub also knows the terrors <laughs> that are the, oh, the hallway the that tub. leads yeah. to the male restroom, Yeah, and it was the perfect film to really uh, spice up that experience. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Also, uh, the code for the bathroom is 3001. Uh, if you guys, you just got to keep saying it so they'll know, so everyone knows the it's tub. It's not 3003. I swear I just typed no, it it's in. 3001. Wait, 3003 the, might uh, work too. Oh, maybe they give We've different codes. We've got some confusion on the cast here. <laughs> maybe they give different codes to different. I think 3004 I, works, 3003 works. 3004 is the women's restroom. That's, that's right. How do you know that? Look, all there I'm saying is. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> no, it's three. I use three thousand one, but if three thousand three works, that's awesome. 
I'm the so person the shining, that still asks. Though, yeah. shining is incredible. That's a that's definitely going to be a yearly tub viewing. I have uh, not seen it. You haven't seen the shining? Oh my I have goodness! Not seen it. Wow, we it's need amazing. to. Uh, yeah, I that's that comes with heavy uh, heavy recommendation. Mm. Oh wait, you already know my tub submissions, Jackie Chan. Oh that's yeah, me. okay, all right. So that's actually, yeah. Not to cut off Max. I mean, was there any other thoughts on on the tub? Um, I'm trying to think. I'll I'll, I'll pepper some stuff in throughout. Okay, but okay. I would say the tub's overall positive experience. Seeing a, a plethora of films there, it's an honor to be here. And uh, not many people have the honor of going to the tub, but they should all uh, check it out. How's the snacks? Well, oh, the snacks. Are welcome good. to the tubcast. Probably the craziest Mountain Dew flavors I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't even remember. There's ones I've never heard of and you probably can't even find in the internet. Ginger Snap, Thrashed Apple. We got it all at the tub. How's the audience at the tub? What's your opinion on the audience? <laughs> um, enthusiasm. That's just the one word I can think of is enthusiasm. Yeah. Like summer camp, I met like film <laughs> camp, met... So did you did you guys know... So, okay, you started in, in Tubtober... Adam, was that before Tubtober? We was, watched Lost was in Translation, the, right? Yeah, I was one of the OGs. Bro. Okay. That was before we did the Tub Chants. Tub right? Chants? The Tub Chant. Wherever. I don't think we did it. Tub, we didn't tub, do it for Tub. Yeah, yeah. Tub, Tub. I haven't. Wait, you guys didn't. We've, I think do we did that, it during uh, West. Oh, you missed Westworld. Yeah. Missed I mean, beginning. you missed. Sorry, you missed yeah. the, the intro for, for Westworld. I did. So we started doing this thing at the Tub where. Um, it was like a random idea that we had like. to like, yeah, a little cult like. So I go in the main room, every, the audience, everyone's in their seats, right? And I close the door and I put on the tub robe and everyone starts chanting and they go, tub, 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 tub. Well, it starts slow and it gets faster and faster and faster and everyone gets super excited. And then I open the door and I'm wearing the tub robe. Come on. And I when I walk up to the stage and I and I do my little spiel, the the greeting. You miss you've missed this every the time. The audience goes you, nuts every time. You it's didn't crazy. Do this. For Django, you did not do this. I didn't. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't, I'm not feeling it, but it depends. You know, Whatever, if if man. the if the tubbies want it, I'll do Whatever. it. Whatever. It's kind of based on the audience, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. That's what I was going to say is I didn't always, we didn't always do it. That was a, l- a later addition to the tub uh, mm. intro, the tub opening ceremony, if you will. <laughs> oh, also, I invited two people to the tub and neither of them wanted to come. I'm sorry. It's okay. They'll come. But I'm trying. So everyone out there, please come. Please enjoy. Yeah, I think. I don't know. So I, I have some friends who want to come to the tub, but just they feel, uh, uh, what's the word? Not scared, but uh, intimidated it's by intimi- it. It's intimidating. Well, why is that? I don't mean to be. Who, what's intimidating about it? Well, here, I'll, I'll speak for Adam and I. Adam, you speak can try the common. Uh oh. Right. Hey, you asked. You asked. It's coming. You no, that's, that's fine. Go for when, it. When you get invited to this exclusive private theater, uh-huh. um, some would even say it's, it's kind of secret. Yeah. But it's true. I, I love movies. I love TV, but I don't know the directors. I don't know all the fine nuances of film. I can appreciate it. My background is in art and design. Uh-huh. Um, 
but definitely going to those or even just going to dinner with Chloe and Ethan, <laughs> I, I realized very quickly my lack of knowledge there. And I was afraid I was going to show up and be the only person that had never heard of the executive producer who did like the lighting. I don't know. Hey, I got a word for you if you can spell it. Uh, spell pretentious. Pretentious. <laughs> oh, jeez. Also, so for all... what is the tub pretentious? Am I pretentious? No, what? It's, it's I, I. The problem is I know you all, so uh-huh. I don't think you're pretentious. However, you're not pretentious. Could come out, come off as pretentious. It could come off as pretentious, so it's a little intimidating. Okay. Like I think you could swing either way, either pretentious or intimidating. Uh-huh. But like, like I said, I know all you, so it's it's kind of hard to. Like, we need someone who has had... I mean, Max would probably be... Well, you, you were explaining it well, like, kind of how you felt. So you probably have the best. I mean, you know all them too, though. That's the thing. Yeah, the issue is we already knew the people. So coming in as a stranger, it is very warm and welcoming. Yes. No one's going to ask you who your favorite director is or grill you about it. Yeah. You can just come and enjoy the film as a mindless so viewer. So don't do the favorite director survey next week no no, no, no I'm just but, but the thing is that's the thing like when you actually show up it's nothing like that no you yeah know? some like, people just show up for the free candy the thing is is you guys when i say you guys, and i encourage that yeah when i say you guys i would say it's like the og tubbies like you guys are just so enthused about movies and you just love them so much that's why you know so much about it and that's totally cool and then so like in person when you actually come it's very welcoming, very warm, and very friendly. Friendly? Friendly. Friendly is a good word for it. It's and like, it's a great place oh. to learn about those things. Yeah. Well, the true, tub true. is an educational experience, as we To all be know. fair, I actually, my wisdom in movies has increased. So. Well. It is education. Educational we entertainment. Go. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's, it's, it's a cool thing. That, yeah. I, uh... No, I see that for sure, and I, I really try not to be intimidating or like pressure anyone or anything. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I anyone anyone who wants to watch a movie is totally welcome. So if anyone knows, you know, anyone who's listening or you you know think a friend would like the Tubcast or even come to the Tub, totally welcome to. Uh, you know, let's get the the ball rolling with uh, the Tub uh, the Tub Army. No, I don't know. Yeah. Or keep it close-knit like it is now. That's good, too. It's it's nice either way, I feel. Either way, yeah. If you can find it, you can come. Oh, yeah. good luck. See, I'm still working on getting good it on luck. Google Maps. <laughs> Even That's when you like go the to the next. address, it like <laughs> takes you to like a region close to yeah, it. Yeah, it's my bad. So I, I have a picture saved of like the back lot where it just says Wilshire Den- uh, Dental Center. <laughs> and sometimes that doesn't help for people. I'm like, oh, it's the, the dental building. And they're like, what? About what? Because they kind of expect, you know, like an arrow theater or like, uh, you know. Yeah, they expect a place where you watch films. And it's not that, but it is, you know. That's the best part. It's the same reaction when 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 someone new comes to the tub. You know, I take them through the front door. Uh, It smells like a a dentist, you know. You walk up those stairs up to the third floor and you're like, all right, like, (laughs) what is this? Like, is it just like like an old you know 20 inch tv and they're putting in a vhs tape mm-hmm. uh but no once we open those doors and go look 
you enter Narnia. Yeah, it's you enter a new world, a tub world. world. Yeah, it's a it's a whole tub world. Uh, yeah. Dude, you, oh, okay. I'm uh, switching hats to the mm-hmm. idea guy right now. Mm-hmm. What if? Wait, who's are you? Are you saying you're the idea guy? I'm just wearing the hat for fact oh, checker oh. to idea guy. Adam and for, I have a uh, right fluid titles. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm putting the hat on for a second. <laughs> what if? Uh-huh. Like, have you ever seen those like secret doors to like clubs, like through a washing machine? Yeah, or like a little speakeasy yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So what if? So the main door is normal, but to actually get into the theater, there's a shower curtain Ooh. and a tub. I mean, logistically, kind of a nightmare. But are you, yeah, are you saying cut, cut a hole in the wall? Like a shower curtain just like to the yeah. sides of the door that you could close well, and open. Just leave imagine open there's are. a tub and like a curtain in the tub and you're just like, that's really random. But you pull the curtain, step in the tub. Immersive. Turn. So here's an idea. Turn the handle for the hot water and it opens, and it opens the door. The door. And it has to be the hot water. You so I'm going to take that a step further, okay? okay? So I come in. We usually open doors around 7.30. I come in at maybe 7.15, okay? I turn off every light in the building. Pitch black, okay? <laughs> and I get, like, like police flares. No, no, I haven't changed my mind. Not flares. I'll just get, like, little UV lights. Yeah. And it just... I'll just sprinkle it on the ground. Like, I'll crack them and sprinkle them on the ground. It's a trail that goes up the stairs all the way up to the tub room, okay? Oh, I have to replace the lights with UV lights. Kinda That's what I meant. creepy, but... I yeah, know. This is a tub-tober thing. The was, parking lot of the building is already scary at night. I started, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could definitely save that one for tub-tober. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. tub's totally friendly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought about taking scary. a date there, like a first date. I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to take them for this as an experience. And I was like, oh, if they don't know me, and I take them inside this old creepy dentist office... Could go south real quick. So, it's, yeah. How do you? I okay. Mean, hmm, here's go. here's a fix. So you know how there's a door and you need a code to get in that first door, like in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What if you have, you have to wait in groups to go into the tub, and every uh, like 15 minutes someone comes out, like you wait till it's like a, you know a, a pack of you know five plus yeah. people builds up. It's the in groups. Yeah, you yeah. you let them wait. You let the people gather. You entrance times. There's like exactly. Four there's entrance times. Time. So it's like seven fifteen, seven thirty, seven forty five, and eight is the late. That's like the last call. Yeah, like if you when, don't make it, then it's like exactly. <laughs> and you're shut out. That's the the pre show starting. So yeah. we are gonna the, the guy leading you to the room is gonna you know. That's actually kind of, be angry. that could be kind of cool. It's kind of cool, yeah. and maybe have them wait not at that front door, maybe across the street. Nah, sorry, I took it too far. I should have ended. We wait. We get another building where they have to wait. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds like we're gonna like play saw and with them, and a there's like tunnel. A, like this is just enthusiasm for making the tub a better place. I actually kind of like. That's not. You know what? Let's grow the tub. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I like that. It'll be groups of 15, you know. It's has like, oh. there been a first date experience at the tub? There has. Ooh. Ooh. Have, we, oh, have you I, talked about maybe it? Maybe second. Second date? Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to... It's not my not my place to... Was it your date? Well, that was a different story. Oh. Ooh. There was something there. <laughs> but no, different from that, this this was maybe a... this. I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say the tubby's name, but it did happen. Someone brought a date. I think this was the second date, but still thing, to the tub. 
and <laughs> no, 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 and someone <laughs> you're welcome to if you want to you can but no they messaged me and said hey i think i'm gonna bring a uh a, a girl to the tub is that okay and i'm like yeah the tub is a date friendly place mm-hmm. very okay friendly. and i think it went well i don't know i didn't see him again but anyways tub tub dates are real yeah let me know beforehand. Give me a message on, on Instagram, Just and I'll so make we sure we prepare it correctly. Have you done any private showings uh, for your own? I've been trying, you know. Okay. I'm a, I'm I had a, to ask. I'm, a, I'm trying, man. <laughs> Seven nights a week, any the, night, please. The, the tub charm. It's just. I'm available. <laughs> See, that's my problem. I got to say, no, you know, we only have it for three nights, you're, two are taken. I got one more. You're Instead of available. seven, uh, I can do morning shows, matinees work. Um, <laughs> what's your um, schedule? Yeah, what's your schedule? I, I'm I can completely cater to you. open. <laughs> Dang, you, you're sounding No, no I'm sounding desperate. Here, bro. It's like. You sound like you down bad. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, but but I, I, cut, I cut Adam off. I'm sorry. You're good. So next week, we have Tubby's Choice. Mm -hmm. So I haven't announced the movies for the last week in January. Because we're doing Tubby's Choice again, fan favorite, Tubby favorite, where I want everyone to, you know, send me some suggestions on uh, Instagram, and then I'll choose maybe four of them and put those to vote. But uh, you were going to mention something about that, right? Well, I was just just thinking for once we're done with the sci-fi western. Yeah. I would love a little Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, because he got a Jackie lot Chan, of movies. man. That stuff, good. you know, Police Story is is probably one of my favorite movies. It's so good, so good. What? Okay, okay, okay. Here's a question. Uh huh. So, the spaghetti westerns. Yeah. What do you call like? Well, okay. Let's dive into it. Okay. So this week on the Tubcast, uh, we are going to be talking about our two movies that we watched this last week: Westworld. And Django. Mm-hmm. Not Django Unchained, which is a masterpiece, but the original Django, which I'll just say now is also a masterpiece. I had no I love idea it. there was an earlier Django. It is a pretty famous uh, spaghetti western that I think it's been so hard for people to watch. Hard as in, like, it's not available in many... Difficult to locate. It's difficult. hard to locate. Yeah, hard to locate, not... Look, it was banned in, in several countries until like the 80s because of how violent it was, but... It's probably not streaming on Netflix. Yeah, but you know what? Now Nowadays, especially Django Unchained, way more violent. <laughs> yeah, just a bit, just a bit. Times have changed uh, well, in why, movies. Why don't you give but, us... So let's... Okay, yeah, Django. Sorry, say us, that. Give us a con- the context of Django. Like, what spaghetti westerns? What time period is this? What... Just give us context. So, well, you're the fact checker, so you're going to have to rain, keep the reins on me here. Okay. But, uh, well, so Westerns. So let's start with Westerns, because Westerns are American movies from, like, the 30s and the 40s, maybe even the 20s. Idea. What? I just had another idea. Okay. And they're, you know, American movies always about, you know, like the cattle ranchers, you know, the heroes, small town heroes, whatever, stuff like that, right? It wasn't the gunslinging movies that became westerns became spaghetti westerns which spaghetti westerns are kind of uh it's kind of a racist term okay because spaghetti westerns are italian directed westerns 
I learned this just the other day <laughs> upon watching the film. Yep. So thank you for filling me in on this. So, but I mean, I, I don't think any Italian. I think Italian people are proud of spaghetti western. So, so it's not shot necessarily a bad thing. But most of them were actually shot in Spain. Okay. So like Django was shot all in Spain because Spain, I guess, more desert climate, more like you know the Wild West of America, right? Yeah, the United States. And uh, oh, we have, yeah, we have a fact checker hand up. Oh yeah, let's hear it. We, we have a fact. Do you want to hear where spaghetti western comes? Let's hear it. Okay. The term. Okay, this is according to. Am Mast- I wrong about the racism thing? Anyway, sorry. I, read it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's masterclass, so I don't know if they'll bring up race. In um, anyways, so this is from masterclass.com, uh-huh. and it says the term spaghetti western was coined by Spanish journalist Alfonso Sanchez to describe the low budget films being made in Italy during the 1960s and early 1970s. Italian directors, writers, and producers filmed spaghetti westerns throughout Europe, shooting in countries like Italy and Spain. These European films typically cast American actors in their leading roles. And Yeah. Yeah. But exactly that. It's like there was this weird change where, I mean, now in context, when we think of westerns, and when you think of Western movies, everyone th- immediately thinks of the spaghetti Westerns, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Fistful of Dollars, this movie Django, all these big Westerns. And they're always, you know, very entertaining with a lot of gunfights and duels. And they're always the protagonist, or not the protagonist, but like, yeah, the main characters are usually like the bad guys, the bounty hunters, the, you know, the villains, right? And it's always about bad people. Uh, it's kind of anti-heroes. It's so, anti-heroes. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Something to add, the masterclass also discusses so this. So really? three differences between Westerns and Spaghetti Westerns. Uh-huh. Um, would you like to hear them? Let's hear them. Okay. So Spaghetti Westerns and traditional American Westerns share a similar setting, but they differ from each other stylistically mm-hmm. in several ways. One, violence. Spaghetti westerns include bloody gunfights yep. and use gore in a way that Hollywood westerns were unable to they do. Could not do it under the Motion Picture Production Code, also known as the Hayes Code, that lasted from 1934 to 1968. Number two, ambiguous morality, like you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood, classic westerns portrayed clear-cut heroes and villains. By contrast, spaghetti westerns blurred the lines between good and evil with violent anti-heroes and sympathetic villains. Three, cynical themes. While earlier American cinema idealized the Wild West, spaghetti westerns took a more realistic approach. Often influenced by left-wing political worldviews, Italian filmmakers focus their stories on the systematic corruption in the Old West. Beautiful. Love that. Yeah. But see, it's cool because everything he just said, you know, about spaghetti westerns, about the differences, like, like even, like, this is, I, I mean, I maybe learned about it maybe five years ago. Because I always thought of spaghetti westerns as westerns, but they really aren't westerns. Mm. You know, westerns are westerns and spaghetti westerns are spaghetti westerns. And uh, it's just cool because, you know, obviously they're a lot more entertaining, but um, uh, there's just a you know clear difference. Because it started from such, it's an American genre. It's a, America, we made 
Western movies, we made gangster movies, and then we made musicals. Like, that's the big thing we made. Mm. And then all of a sudden, foreign filmmakers, which they always do, they're kind of one step ahead, I think, is they come out with just, like, kind of groundbreaking stuff where they have anti- anti-heroes, the bounty hunters, you know. And, uh, you know, the the it talks about, like, the, you know, unclear morals or something like that. Uh, definitely in Django, um i I don't know absolutely blurring the lines (laughs) yep which made it so much cooler than it would have been if it was just the stereotypical predictable hero character exactly i think my favorite part in django no i won't say this is a spoiler we'll we'll get to the spoiler part in a second uh but it's kind of along those lines uh but yeah no westerns are awesome and uh yeah, it said, what, 60s and 70s. So the 60s and 70s, there are so many Westerns and so many spaghetti, or so many spaghetti Westerns mm. by, you know, Sergio Leone, Sergio Corbucci. You got, uh, I don't know, those are the two main ones. You know what's but they, crazy? Uh-huh. It says five notable spaghetti Western filmmakers. That was one and two. Yeah. Sergio what's Leone. Three is like. Sergio uh, Corbucci. Giulio Petroni. Yeah. Enzo Barboni. Yeah. Antonio Valeri. Look, Sorry for my pronunciation. No, Wait, no. Pronunciation guy. Oh, yeah. Your spelling pronunciation, the, your spelling was great on all of them, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, Wait, did you see Yojimbo? So Yojimbo, okay, There's here's another layer to this, and this will blow your minds. Okay. Did Italians come up with the spaghetti western idea? I don't know. I feel not like really. The, like you're gonna pull the rug on it. I'm gonna pull the rug here because it's all Japanese movies, man. It's all Japanese filmmakers because they are the best and the best director of all time. I'm being really opinionated here. Is Akira Kurosawa? Okay, yeah, he's my, the man. My fact checking doesn't <laughs> it doesn't compute right now. I don't know how to spell that. I, I don't know. If uh, I can... No, but actually, a, a big influence on spaghetti westerns is <laughs> directly Yojimbo, but a lot of these um, samurai movies in uh, Kurosawa, K U R O S A W A. So he's this Japanese director, made you know thirty thirty movies, made a lot. His most famous ones are you know Seven Samurai, Yojimbo, and Sanjudo. Okay, really quick. Uh-huh. Am I speaking too fast? I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Uh-huh. What's interesting is because I've seen some old like Japanese films with my dad, uh-huh. and like it's subtitles. But if you look at some of the similarities of these older Japanese films that depict these like ronin or whatever yeah as good guys when traditionally weren't they like kind of like lawless well, kind of i mean they didn't have a master anymore is their other kind yeah of they're just like you know traveling warriors but, but what i'm saying is like the you can kind of see the similarities with the like the idea of what is good and evil yeah from the spaghetti westerns also within yeah. these well, that, they, so is that what you're saying? That's, that's where they come. From? Well, yes, because there was there's lawsuits. There's been multiple lawsuits against Italian directors, n- most notably Sergio Leone, who did A Fistful of Dollars, mm-hmm. which is you know another one. It's the first of the the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly that trilogy, the Dollars trilogy. But anyway, basically direct rip off of Yojimbo. <laughs> Which is uh, this uh, Japanese movie. 
enough like such a rip that kurosawa and like the film studios in japan like literally sued him and said bro (laughs) you literally stole our movie like frame by frame and they've admitted yeah that's what we did and same with Django. Django is just another kind of telling of Yojimbo. Okay. Uh-huh. Because I, I just Keep going. looked up Fistful of Dollars. Yep. Guess the budget. I'm guessing cheap because they're really cheap. What? A million dollars. Not even. 200,000. 200, yeah. 200 to 250,000. Was that 1966? I think uh, it was a little earlier. 63 uh, maybe? 64? Release date, September 12th, 1964. 64, yeah. In Italy. So, and that's another layer, another dynamic to the Italian westerns, the spaghetti westerns is they're super cheap (laughs) to make. (laughs) They didn't record sound. Clint Eastwood was paid 15 Gs for that role. So, but, and, and there's a cool story with Clint Eastwood because Clint Eastwood... Uh, cause, so they shot him with no sound, right? So while they're shooting, you know, no one's recording sound. So people are talking, throwing frisbees and stuff. And there's an interview on, uh, I forget where I watched it, maybe on some Criterion Blu-ray, but it was Clint Eastwood talking about how annoying it was to shoot those movies because it was so distracting to have people, you know, <laughs> always talking and doing stuff around like around you while like it, there's a scene going on like it's it's right we're, they're rolling <laughs> pretending to be in like one world yeah. and then the real world around them is still but it's cheap it was yeah. much cheaper to just do the the audio afterward and do all the, the the audio so they shot them really quick really cheap and the music too which now is so iconic you know the spaghetti western music you know with the whistles and doodads and little slide whistle things you know might have been them just trying to like tape stuff together to make something work well and a lot of it is electric guitar they just have one guy go like it's like like one it's so cheap but now it's so good you look back and you're like well these guys are geniuses but it's like i don't know they were put into like a you know they they i don't know I recommend the Django soundtrack to anyone. Django, and that's another thing they're good at, even theme songs. I don't oh know why goodness. they really nailed those, but because they're Italian movies, but like their theme song is all in English. <laughs> oh, and it's so sick. <laughs> the opening scene to Django, Django yeah. with the music. It's hard. It's, it, it, goes it rips, hard bro. For oh, yeah. Sure. It's gas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Are we going to get into Django or keep on? Yeah. I guess, do we well, have the context? Okay, can we go? That was some pretty good context. Was that, good? Was that too much context? Sorry. That was a lot of context. <laughs> that was, that was excited there. Of, like, the type <laughs> of film that it comes I from. I think we right? just got a little yeah. diverted, but I think... I'll well, we, yeah, we kind of left. We skipped past the American Western part. We haven't really watched any American Westerns at the tub. I don't think we have at all. Um, some big ones that I've been meaning to watch is like Stagecoach and uh, Red River um, but like they're they're like the John Wayne era of movies where you know I don't know it's still really cool because it's you know heroes saving you know I don't know a small family like from a I bank don't know, robber from like yeah 
how do you like go a from, wild horse or something? I got How do you go to westerns from spaghetti westerns when it sounds like spaghetti westerns is more of a party? It's more of a party. I think it it makes for better to, like a better tub night. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I like I like experimenting a bit with the Wednesday night features, the Wednesday night screenings, where it's like, hey, I don't know, a little midweek. We could watch, yeah, midweek you know, mix up the work week exactly. It's like we're gonna watch a really sad movie, or we're gonna watch a really boring movie. <laughs> That's the Wednesday nights get sad. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I think we've exhausted. That. Oh, that's the background. So Django. So we all saw it for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, I. What's like? I would you hear say your first impressions? My well, I was waiting to watch this movie at the right time you know seeing Django Unchained we've all seen Django Unchained right yeah Django Unchained is so good right and I never really realized how much like where the influence came from like what like like really like even from like the title sequence of Django it's like literally the same as Django Unchained like Tarantino must have just gone yeah that's just so perfect that let's just like do it again right I would same love lettering. to watch Django Unchained now yeah after watching the original Django. Absolutely. So I was so stoked to watch this movie, and I just waited for the right time, and I don't know. We planned at the tub, and uh, I was, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's so good. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't have any other words to say other than, like, it exceeded, it, it met my expectations and exceeded it just because, you know, I, I've seen not too many spaghetti westerns and uh this makes me want to watch every spaghetti western that's ever been made <laughs> you know it's like let's just let's just watch them all like it's so cool definitely it, it set the bar high and it was like oh it does like, set the bar high it was so this is going to sound like a cheap low-hanging fruit of a word but it was just really cool yeah no it was yeah it's like oh yeah like maybe i should go buy some cowboy boots and <laughs> yeah just walk around those because Django is so sick. Yeah. That's, yeah, the character Django is just like, that guy's cool. I will say the one thing that, and, and this grew on me, but at the beginning of the, when we were the first, you know, 30 minutes of watching it, I was like, the voiceover, the, the Django's voiceover is a little, a little lackluster, a little lame. Well, but it really grew on me. I don't know. There's something about it. I'm like, that's kind of iconic. Okay. First off, I didn't even know this was... It was dubbed? Yeah. No clue it was dubbed. I just thought like at the very, very beginning, it was like, man, this if this is a good remaster, it's pretty bad because the audio and their lips moving are totally... So I had no idea it was a dub. And then I was like, oh, it's a dub. But... You get over it pretty quick. Yeah, going to Django's voice, did it not sound like, and I don't know if it is, from Home Alone, the guy that he puts on the TV who's like, it it totally did. Did that sound like it may? Is that not the same person? And the machine gun sound from the Gatling gun sounded just like it. That's true. I didn't think about that. Spoiler. I'm just kidding. But, okay. <laughs> I'm, they I'm don't gonna, know where there's yeah, a Gatling there, gun. There is I'm a Gatling gun. Little... There are guns in this film. <laughs> I mean, yeah, somewhere, right? I'm going to do a little digging to see okay, if okay. they are the same. Because see if they're right, the same, yeah. Right when I heard it, I was like, yo, That's this him. is from Home Alone. <laughs> and the guy in Home Alone is pretty make old. Or Home Alone 2 when he's in the, 
in the hotel. No, I think is it's it in the first one? one? No, it's, it's in the first one. Oh, yeah, he uses it both, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Puts yeah, the firecracker. Filthy the animals or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep the change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going on the search. Fact uh, checking underway. Thank you for your service. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The first impression. Yeah, we were talking about oh, first impression yeah. to the film, and it was like cool, really good. It left I, I went positive, from like yeah. yeah, it started. It starts off out of like a high five, bro. Five plus, just five stars, so good. And then I think it maybe dips a bit, but then you kind of realize what it's doing and what it's setting up. And then all of a sudden, it just like kicks it back up and just like keeps going. And it's I don't know. It's 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 such a it's a pretty it's a quick hour and a half. Also, it's an hour and a half, which is impressive for a movie to be that short. I mean, it makes sense for an Italian Western, but uh, actually, that's not true. The, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly is like three hours, so maybe not. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I was impressed by. It. I was just like, like this movie is so cool. Like you said, it's cool is like the the ultimate word for it, <laughs> even though it seems, you know. Yeah, yeah, I and I think. Um to your point a little bit it started off really high because the opening scene is super cool it's shot beautifully there's a little bit of mystery in the opening shots that kind of but it's like it's mysterious but you know that the character is rad yeah and i was going to ask you a little bit about pacing because i feel like during the film the only parts where i was a little like where I dipped a little bit below the five is I was like okay the pacing feels like i'm like it's slowed down and for an hour and a half film Sometimes it felt long. Not all the time. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. I, I think I, I thought the pacing was good. I thought the okay. pacing was okay. really good. But it, it definitely, like I said, like at, like the first scene and when they get to the saloon, I think there's kind of a lull there. But like, when, I don't know. Once it, what it's setting up, what it's talking about, you know, with with – in regards to like all of the 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 women in that club and or not the club, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah, they got a club. Sorry, they got a club and spaghetti club. western. Sick. But in the club and the bartender dude, and you kind of get this impression that you know these guys are you know they're they're in this weird position because they're fighting or they're fighting for their lives from this group of Mexican outlaws Russia. and then a group of uh, I don't know other outlaws like two groups like the the red scarf people yeah. and the the this Mexican gang or whatever and it's cool because basically well the, the beginning really it, it helps that the beginning is so good because it, it sets up the entire movie in every single way I don't want to get into spoil or should we get into spoilers totally up to you I, I'm- I don't know We'll just say this is your. Let's point. stop yeah. Yeah. or not stop. If you haven't seen Django, know it. Know it is the coolest movie ever, and you have to watch it. And don't listen to this because it's awesome to figure this out when you watch it. Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> A spoiler from, from the next five minutes. It'll be spoilers. Okay. Have to say spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Maybe in post production we'll give you a little number where you can skip to. Yeah. <laughs> future future tubcasts. We'll have a skip ahead. No, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep tabs here. So okay. thirty nine minutes. At at forty minutes, uh, we will stop spoilers. So we got two minutes to talk spoilers. Okay. Two minutes to talk spoilers. Okay, okay. What do you turn mean? it off. Uh, no, the the setup at the beginning. So you got the coffin, right? So he's dragging the coffin over the the theme song, right? Yeah. And you're thinking, what is in that coffin? You don't know, right? 
He's dragging the coffin, dragging the coffin. Then he comes up to the girl who's the Mexican army or Mexican the Bullshit, outlaws yeah, yeah. are capturing Harassing, her or whatever. Yeah. Right? I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they are assaulting her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for lack. Yeah. Let's. I don't know why I'm. Yeah. Then those guys get shot by the other outlaws, right? Yes. And Django's just watching this from a hill. I forgot to say that part. Yeah. The and then those right. outlaws, I'm running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> You're running Come out of time on, real man. fast. Okay, so the guys in red are <laughs> the, the, the south. The guys in red shoot the, shoot the Mexicans, and then Django then in turn shoots the guys in red and save the girl and take him back. And what is the last thing that happens? He shoots one of the guys in red, and he falls into the quicksand. pit. The quicksand. So now you got a you got a whole bunch of information there. You got the two gangs, you got quicksand, you got a coffin, mystery coffin, and then you got a mystery girl here, right? Just basically every point of of the movie is kind of revealed at right All there, the conflicts right? are shown. And then 20 minutes later what happens? He opens up the coffin, he's got the minigun and he sprays down the the red guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other two plots is you know, saving or going to the Mexican groups uh, the outlaws stealing their gold yeah anyway just doing everything that it is already set up in the first five minutes of the movie i think is perfect and especially for pacing i feel like it kind of you don't really realize what it's setting up at the time i think but um looking back now the way you just said it yeah. makes me actually appreciate what they did a lot yeah. more <laughs> it's it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool Anyway, we're way over what I said, so hopefully no one uh, <laughs> no one tuned back in. Yeah, 40 now we're minutes. just doing a play per play of the the film, but it's it's amazing. You just watched. I'm the whole an amateur. Film. We're only like eight episodes in. They, I feel like the, I mean, they do such an amazing job, and this is without telling any spoilers of almost every scenario. They just make Django the character cooler and cooler, and they reveal little different sides of him. And there is a moment in the film towards the end and i won't reveal that moment but where you do see him vulnerable and it's for a pretty short period of time but he's still like you don't lose faith in him and his character still right you were kind of like what yeah yeah you're like oh how come he just like (laughs) but it's like it's kind of good to see like kind of they talked to like the blurring the lines of like good and evil but also seeing it's like the hero doesn't win every single possible scenario all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he loses either, but what are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just man. No, the opening scene and the ending scene. Oh, me, so good, dude. Oh my, oh, my goodness. Just, that ending. Man. <laughs> so you. cool. The book ends. Like, well, can you hear this? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's just, Maybe that's a spoiler. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you need a spoiler. Sorry, like, oh, well, no, no, it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> no, no one knows. Yeah. No, they'll see it. Like, that, that was yeah. Adam, continue. And like just the the ah, it, just watch the first. Just watch the whole thing. Watch the whole thing. Now, it's an hour I, and a half. I will say I do agree with Max. There is a, a lull. I, I think there, we're all in there agreement. There is a paper. Also, I think it's because this was how long ago this is a different era attention spans 60 years ago yeah like yeah we don't have the same attention spans that was fast paced for them yeah we're used to completely different things so like yeah could have you made this a 30 minute movie sure you know if you recut it i'm just saying maybe it needed that lull 
Well, you know, I think it's. I mean, I think it's fine the way it is. But I'm yeah. just saying, like what Max was saying, with with our current minds of just being everyone ADD, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, why is there nothing happening? Right? <laughs> why is it just showing me scenery? <laughs> I don't need more scenery. All the setup. Right. All the setup. So just just trust the process. It's a good one. I really want to see. I want to read the script for it. I want. I bet you you can find it online. Maybe if you could find it Let's for see. me. Oh, also. But that me. script, I bet you is is so good. Should I give you an update on? Oh yeah, the guy. The same person. It's not. No. <laughs> oh yeah. But <laughs> guess what I learned? And I he's in something no else. No idea. Okay. Two fun facts. Okay. First fun fact: the guy that does the dub for Django, he was. Uh, one of the several actors who turned down the lead for A Fistful of Dollars. Whoa. Interesting. Yeah. And apparently this guy's like, yo, he's pretty with it. His name is Tony Russell. Shout and out, Tony. In the 60s. He's actually a Tupcast listener, believe it or not. <laughs> in the 60s, he seems like he's the guy. Like, anyways, I won't get into him. But also, did you know, from Home Alone... <laughs> that movie yeah, that, that movie that gangster movie is not real oh that, yeah that i think i've heard that it's not purposes. a real movie they would have just like shot that yeah. themselves angels with funny. filthy souls that's what it was <laughs> called <laughs> anyway so that's 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 a deep tub fact yeah that's a deep deep tub trivia there but yeah that this tony russell's idmb or IMDB. Spell it, spell check. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. That's my one job that I've done. He migrated to Europe in the 60s and when their careers in the States weren't progressing as well as they wanted. And he has quite a few credits. Look at that. Quite a few. So let's transition here into Westworld. Ooh. So the, Max the is the yeah, Max. You're the you are our, the resident expert in the room for all things Westworld. Oh God! Being a viewer of the TV show, which neither I have not seen of it. us have seen it. Uh, I also but didn't Westworld. Know this is a movie. It is a movie, and I think it's a movie that is good. It's um, a good movie. I don't have the same amount of high high praise that I do towards. Or for Django. Yeah. But this I, movie, I, I think, is really good, especially if you like the show. So I, I have to admit to Tubcasters everywhere around the world that I was not there Wednesday. I wish I had been. <clears throat> it was a rough day. Um, it's okay. But I did not get <laughs> to see the film Westworld, although I really wanted to. Uh, so I was going to ask uh, yeah. these two lovely Tubcasters in front of me. Uh-huh their first impressions of the film because Django we just hyped up a ton yeah. it was got great it was well, awesome well I'll keep the hype for Westworld yeah, because Westworld. no it was really first cool impression. I'm super glad we watched it um, that's one where so the first week in the tub we were watching westerns or of the month we were watching westerns second week sci-fi so I was just looking for sci-fi western movies and the first one that came up is Westworld and I'm like that's so cool it's a show I've never seen it before let's do it so my I mean my expectation expectations were already pretty high just because i'm like wait like this is this is exact this is down my this is down my alley once i kind of read the synopsis of you know amusement park for adults west world rome world or whatever all these different worlds amusement park thing i think conceptually it is so 
like, I don't know, it kind of blows my mind that someone came up with that because it's so genius. And uh, I think it starts off super well, but it kind of lacks, I don't know, I thought it was great. I, I'd recommend it to to really anyone. But? But only really because there's like a show and stuff now. Like there's kind of like an expanded lore. That makes it more if, relevant if it just, today. Yeah, it makes it more relevant. It wouldn't be as relevant right. as you're saying no. If not, it'd be like, hey, if you like Westerns, you might want to give this a shot. Because <laughs> really, I mean, it, it's really cool. But uh, I think the my only problem with it is Yul Brenner, the main guy in the movie, I feel like just isn't very interesting. Or not interesting. He's just not badass, you know? He's not Django. Django, yeah. Django is badass, dude. Yeah. Django is so cool, even yeah. with his lame voiceover. It's like, yeah. he's so cool. And this guy, he's a he's a robot. He's basically Django if Django was a robot, but he's not Django, so I won't say he's Django. It's Robo Robo Robocop Robo Gunman. Um, but I don't know. It kind of I, I could see where if they invested another like million dollars into it, it'd be really good. <laughs> but I'm like, it's I, I give it a break kind of because it's like this cheap science fiction movie, early '70s pre Star Wars science fiction. Where it's like, you know, these guys just had such big ideas and they just kind of went for it and made movies. It's cool. Yeah, I would say my my first – so I had no idea. Ethan texted me. He's like, yeah, it's Westworld. I'm like, <laughs> I think that's a TV show. That's weird <laughs> that they'd be watching that. Anyways, I was late, so I missed the very beginning. Um, but I got, I got a quick synopsis of like, oh, it's a – a vacation type thing but but like you said a I really, vacation type thing yeah i'll talk about it. the tv show premise after this <laughs> like you go on vacation to, to these western towns and you can do whatever you want yeah. i like the whole oh, it's idea so cool. of it no no it's really cool awesome but once again in <laughs> in modern mindsets looking back the execution is like <laughs> but the concept was cool and the concept was strong enough that you can watch the whole movie yeah that's the thing it's not like exactly. it was bad like the concept was just great the execution do you feel like it was like that was lacking a little bit yeah because i agree with like some of the characters i don't know i didn't feel really like i mean maybe it's because i missed the beginning but they felt I felt no weight. So here's the beginning to any death. It starts out anything. with interviews. Mm. This is for you too. It starts off with interviews, kind of like at Disneyland or something, right? Of people, and there's an interview where he's just like, you know, what did you think of Westworld? And I'm like, oh, it was awesome. It was so cool. Like these adults talking like little kids, and they'll yeah. ask another guy, how? What do you think of Roman World? Ah, it was so awesome. You know, I whatever and like there's interviewing like a man and his wife and they're like well i like roman world and she liked medieval world or the other way around but it's kind of cool because it cuts straight from that into these two guys the two main characters on a tram and they're headed to what we can assume is Westworld. and there's a tv that there's a show that pops up on the screen like kind of on the airplane and it gives you like an introduction of each world and what they are and stuff and it's like this really cool thing where like the first five minutes of the movie, you're just like, okay, that's, that's awesome. Because yeah. like, who wouldn't want to <laughs> like, do that? Wait a second. Know, this movie is so good. I could go good. be a cowboy for like a vacation. That'd be yeah. sick. I can go shoot people, <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. Yep. 
Was the the movie graphic or like? Just curious because in comparison, the TV show is pretty intense. That's so. That's a thing where I feel like 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 with money and having more money, it's like they didn't have. It was really cheap. Not as cheap as Django. There was some but, good ketchup. <laughs> it was, it was okay, red. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some red. sort of red. We don't know what it was. But. Uh, no, I, I think it, it it works. It's fine. It's just, it's not, you know, it's not a spaghetti western where it's just like really cool people doing cool stuff. And like, you know, remember that uh, scene in Django where he like shoots a guy behind him? He yeah. like shoots like two yeah. people in front of him really quick. Yeah. Yeah. And then like shoots him like, you know aims back he and blasts out. like yeah he, he kills like seven of them just like yeah. that and i'm pretty sure there's only six bullets in his gun yeah he and he's like them. i have one more sorry yeah he killed five people and he has one more and he tells yeah. the guy what does he say he's just like i have one more bullet in here and it's, it's just like you. oh yeah. there's not a single moment like that in Westworld. <laughs> yeah it kind of kind of just and it's not a on. bad thing it's just it's so different from kind of like you kind of expect it to be a western, or at least a spaghetti western. Did it feel like it was fight? Did it did it feel like it was fighting um, the world of western and sci fi, or did it feel like it blended them in a good way? That that because I haven't seen this one. I mean, you can definitely the the wall. I mean, you definitely know that it's the first the first like reveal. Or, I mean, you know what it is, but like yeah, the interview like, like yeah, set that up. It sets that up, but there's a part like. There's a part in the movie where essentially there's a lot of people in the town. This is kind of spoiler, spoiler alert. There's a bunch of dead people in town, right? And it shows it at night. And all of a sudden a little truck comes by and these guys walk out and they've got their blue whatever suits on. They walk out and they put up the lights and then they put all the bodies in the truck and then they send the truck away and they put it onto a scale or into a separate lab room where they start operating on the things and stuff. And you're just like... You're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. seems pretty weird. I, I don't know. I can agree with that. Like it if it's almost like when you say weird, would you agree with like a little unsettling? Like it was just like strange. Right. Well it, I well it, I wouldn't say like I was disturbed by it. Okay. Yeah. It was more of I was just like that is kind of dumb. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I like funny. Yeah, yeah it's like it, you kind of laugh about it. Yeah. And I think, look, I'm not hating on the movie necessarily, but the show, and the fact that there is a show, and that the show is a lot more graphic, or yeah, I don't know, has has a lot more going for it. I think makes me kind of go, oh, Westworld, that was a cool experience. I'd maybe watch that movie again, but let me watch the show. Like, let me let me experience it. In yeah, how's know, the fuller show? Way. Give, give I would uh, I would highly synopsis. recommend uh, the TV show Westworld on HBO. Um, we're not sponsored by HBO yet, but yeah. HBO hit us up. <laughs> yeah, um, anyone got the HBO free plug. HBO Max subscriptions for yeah, all Tub yeah. listeners? If you go to HBO Max How slash Tubcast, is, uh, um, I believe one. there's three out currently. And let me check. I basically have to. Yeah. yeah Why are you asking that, that, that question? Fact, fact, fact check me real quick on that. But I'm pretty sure there's three. Um, I love it because similar to a show like Game of Thrones, there are multiple characters that you get to know that they develop that you're invested in, and you kind of figure out who the main people are. But it follows 
a couple different storylines within this world. The concept, the same as the concept we talked about, is pretty amazing. And I think, to your point, having time to unpack that concept and really let it shine in a longer form series is better probably than an hour and a half to two hour film because oh, I don't think that's 28. Story, yeah. yeah. Like I don't, I don't think they could tell that story. Like no. even with today's like nice budgets and this, that it would need to be a couple movies because it's like, there's so much with that theme, so much that that theme. And it's like, it's to your point, Adam and yeah, what you guys are saying about that being a little disturbing when they're like unpacking things. And it's like, People just can go in this world and like do whatever they want, and you guys know HBO; they love to show whatever no, they show want. Whatever they so want. it's like, yeah, it's like, ooh, <laughs> everything. Mm. Working on all the bodies, like dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, like there was one scene where she was like, "Oh, the rolling around scene," or no, with the the girl. He's yeah. like, "What's going on with these robots?" She didn't comply with our guest. And she's a sex model. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's supposed to. The writing sounds I like, like it improved on the TV I, show. But see, yeah. I, yeah, I do like that, though. It's pretty... It, it really, I think what it is, and this is from someone who hasn't seen the show, is it's a great foundation for that, like, universe that I'm so glad that they've realized, like, the potential in it and... You know, just expanded it. on it. Because yeah. there was a sequel to Westworld. I don't know if you guys knew this. Like the movie. No oh, it's no. called Future World. Oh. Uh, double check me. Uh, called Future World, and it's not as good. So, <laughs> and you guys didn't sound ultra impressed with Westworld. So, are you going no, to go? Are you going to watch Future World? I will. Well, you see, will you see? Will you seek I it out? I might for the Tubcast. <laughs> okay, okay, but then it's like you kind of are dependent upon your Tubcast having seen yeah. it. That's true. Future World is well, it's the hard. second installment in the Westworld franchise. Yeah. Fact checks. Thank you. Peter Peter Fonda. I oh Peter Fonda's in it? Yep. Oh, I will one hundred percent watch that. Who's Peter Fonda? Oh Blythe, my goodness. Blythe Danner, Arthur Hill, Stuart Martin. Dude. All right, John I'm Ryan. This. Yule Brenner. Yule Brenner's back. I know that. I knew that. Hopefully he's a little more badass. Mm. Wait, he got like no, I won't spoil. <laughs> well, the idea is he you can repair him, right? Yeah, yeah. So if yeah, I said yeah, he got all, shot, it's yeah, okay the because they get be shot fixed. many yeah, times. They They're get always killed fixed. multiple times, yeah. That's no meme. That's that's lore. That's that's part also, of the, the, for the experience. Facts, there <laughs> is three se- uh, seasons, and a fourth is on the way, allegedly. It is Saturday pretty incredible, though. And I'm going back to Django here. I don't want to... Comp- well, it's incredible how in an hour and a half it can make you... Like, it could develop these characters so well. With, like, the, the Mexican leader, general, whatever the general's name was, the other red bandit leader, Django, the bartender. If, the girl, maybe less She doesn't deep, talk much. She doesn't talk much. <laughs> but just those characters, it is kind of cool. It's like, you you can... I don't know. They're... You you track you track the stories of all of them and the co- you track the conflicts because all of them go back to Django. Yeah, but you can you can keep track of all the conflicts. But see, Westworld, I feel like Nothing I don't know. Maybe it's not because the time constraint, but it's like yeah, I feel like the main two guys, even though it's James Brolin, which is Josh Brolin's dad, hmm. is the main guy. Um, I, I don't know. I feel less invested in them. 
Yeah, there, there wasn't that much. Well, it wasn't that much. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. But look, I, I'd watch that again. I'd watch that at the tub. I think it actually makes a pretty good tub feature. <laughs> I probably wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> but to be no, fair, to give, I don't watch a lot of movies twice. So, oh. like, will I ever watch I'm a, Django I'm a twicer. Again? I'm a two, three, probably four. <laughs> I probably won't watch Django ever again. I might. Really? I might watch it's Django. Just, so good, bro. Just, just to, like, share it with another person. <laughs> okay, I feel that. In, in, in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but just, no, I, I sit like, down by myself and watch Django? Hmm. Probably not. Although right. I would love to, like you said, the intro and end scene. It's like I would love to have oh. those like framed, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's like that, okay. that's a different thing. I I'm gonna say go for I, it. I think the ending scene was more of my favorite than the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Even though the beginning was so sick. The beginning is sick, but well, I think uh, the reason why the beginning is so good is just the mystery. We've already the mystery. said that. We've all said this, but it's just such a good setup for the whole movie. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and it becomes cooler after you've seen it because yeah, then you, know. you understand. You're like, oh, like, okay, okay. I'm gonna throw a spoiler. Not a frame is wasted in the in Django. I'm telling you. Spoiler alert! Plug your ears. Spoiler. If you spoiler yeah. Another spoiler plug. Like the ending shot when the the general and his posse come. They walk and over They're the wearing hill. the red. Oh yeah, against the so background. Sick. And then at the end, when he leaves his gun on top. With all yeah, they, the blood on it, yep. and he's in the background, and it's just no, it's so framed. Good. It's so oh, good. it's so sick. It's so good. The ending, man, is so so. Good. All right, spoiler done. All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up. But uh, any last thoughts? Highly recommend Django to anyone. Okay, what about Westworld? Westworld, I mean the show. <laughs> the show, I'd recommend to anyone. It sounds like Westworld, the movie, is sort of a. At your, uh, I think you would discretion. like it. I, I feel like everyone. Well, I, I don't know. If you like the show, I'm sure they That's would like what I'd the be movie. Cu- I'm curious what you think because you know the show. I would like to watch it unless I, you I go. This is extremely underwhelming. <laughs> it, 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 it could be. It probably well, will be because I the think, TV show I've seen, or is maybe like a crazy one. You could like shed some light on like Easter eggs. Mm. from the original movie that's in that's the true. TV show. That's They're pretty cool in-depth too. series. Like so the Django one in Django Unchained, how the ori- the Django Django is in, in Django it. Unchained. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah so share that fact specifically before we yeah, shut down. Well, that's a cool so one. So Django, the actor's name is Franco Nero, and he is actually in Django Unchained. There's a scene, uh, it's actually the scene with like the... Uh, it's like, is it the first scene that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's introduced? I forget. But they're at some bar, and uh, it's when Django turns to this gentleman at the bar, and he says, like, what's your name? And he says, my name's Django. And he says, how do you spell it? And he says, D-J-A-N-G-O. The D is silent. It's a big trailer thing, right? And he turns to Franco Nero, or this gentleman at the bar, and he says, I know. Because he's Django, too. They're both Django. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Good old yeah. Easter egg. It's a cool, yeah, it's a cool scene where it's like, yeah. The next time you watch that movie, watch Django and Chain, you'll be like, ah. Shout ah. out to our boy Quentin for there including that. Oh, also shout out to Franco Nero's eyes. Oh, my goodness. The steel. The blue steel. The amount of pans, like the, the the panning up to his face, like over and over again, is 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 pretty good. It's good. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> amazing films. <laughs> Great Fun times at the tub. Uh, yep. 
And, uh, yep, keep coming. Keep giving us, uh, or, well, for Tubby's choice next week, give recommendations. Send those on Instagram or email or text me or do whatever you got to do. And we'll get some cool things at the tub the last week of January. Okay, I think we're good. Do we have an outro? I forget. Tubcast. Oh, yeah. That's, that's-